Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. Now, if you've been a long-time listener, thank you so much for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. If you're a new listener, thank you for jumping on board, and congratulations for making this decision to learn how to look after your emotional well-being. Now, you're in for a doozy if you are a new listener, because I'm going to be tearing shreds today off the positive thinking movement. You know the one, the positive vibes only rubbish that you see on social media. I'm going to be going deep into why that actually doesn't help people's emotional well-being and in a lot of cases it can be detrimental. So as always, I'm incredibly excited for this episode. Thank you for being here and don't forget to thank yourself for making the choice to be here. What you're about to learn is going to really help bust some myths about how you can increase your emotional well-being and be a happier version of yourself. I'm a big believer that until we get those myths and roadblocks out of the way, it's hard to make forward progress. So again, congratulations for making the decision to learn how to remove those roadblocks by being here so that you can take really positive steps moving forward with your emotional well-being. So with that said, let's get into it. Okay, so let's take a moment to talk about the positive thinking movement and what it is, because I do believe that it has its roots in a really positive intention. Basically, it's people wanted to start helping other people be happier, live better lives, you know, hashtag be their best self and hashtag live your best life, but they had no fucking clue how to do it well or effectively. And this is where the positive vibes only or positive thinking only movement was born. It proliferated and spread like a disease using social media as its main platform. Now, I tend to joke with people when they ask my opinion about positive vibes only or the positive thinking movement. I joke with them that positive thinking is to emotional well-being what skinny tea is to dieting, which is a load of shit. And it's a load of shit that tends to be spruiked mainly by influencers. People who, for whatever reason, have got a large following online and have decided that that qualifies them to understand how to help people's emotional and mental well-being. It means that they're basically a counselor and a coach and they're good to go. And whilst it may be a positive intention to say, yeah, just think positive. The fact of the matter is that doesn't actually help. And I'm going to go deep in this episode on why that doesn't help, uh, how it can actually be more detrimental, and then give you guys a couple of suggestions on alternatives so that if you are someone who's got caught up in the whole positive thinking uh, bullshit, you can break free from that and have strategies to begin moving forward. Because I don't want you to just listen to this episode and go, okay, we get it, we get it, positive positive thinking and uh, you know, positive vibes only is absolute rubbish but what's the alternative? I don't want to leave you guys stuck. So what I really want you to understand from the get-go though is anyone online who's spruiking positive vibes only, positive thinking, just be more positive, just think positively, chances are they don't know what they're fucking talking about. They don't know their shit. So don't bother taking their advice on that. Rule of thumb there, it is such a good way to filter out your social media. Anytime you're scrolling Instagram or Facebook and you see positive vibes only or hashtag positive thinking or just be positive, just unfollow them. 
just you don't need that kind of shit talk in your life, right? You need clarity, you need answers, you need stuff that actually works. And normally these are going to be the people that are putting up a really good facade and you know aren't real, they're not honest, they're not authentic because I guarantee you even if they're writing positive vibes only or positive thinking on all of their statuses, they ain't living a life of positive vibes only. I guarantee they're human beings too. They have their own struggles and their difficulties. They're just not showing it. They're putting on the mask of I've got all my shit together and I'm always happy, which isn't humanly possible. So that's not the kind of inauthentic people you need in your life anyway. So as a, as a head start, do a massive cull of anyone in your uh, social media accounts that tends to write positive vibes only or positive thinking or just be positive a little too often. So with that said, let's look at why positive thinking doesn't work. Because it's one thing for me to come in and say to you, it doesn't work. It's a whole other thing for me to put my money where my mouth is and to prove it. So let's do that now. So to prove to you why positive thinking doesn't work, we're going to run a little experiment. So you have one task, one goal, one uh, project that I want you to focus on for the rest of this episode. Now, for the rest of this episode, you can think about whatever you want in the world, but you cannot, under any circumstances, for whatever reason, think of a brown bear. Chances are you've already thought about it multiple times. And the funny thing is, not only did it make you think about it immediately, but they did a cool study with this where they asked a group of college students to not think of a brown bear. But if they did happen to see a brown bear or think of a brown bear, to click this little clicker and find out how many times over the next 48 hours they thought of a brown bear. And they got a control group where they said, look, you can do whatever you want, think whatever you want. If you happen to think of a brown bear at all throughout the next couple of days, just click the clicker. So they gave them permission to think of the brown bear. Interestingly enough, the group that was told they could think of brown bear only thought about it or saw a brown bear twice in 48 hours. Whereas the group that was told don't think of a brown bear thought of a bear between 20 and 30 times in 48 hours. They were 10 times as likely, 10 times more common to think about a brown bear. And I know you're thinking, yeah, but what does this have to do with positive thinking? Well, positive thinking says, no matter what you do, think whatever you want, but do not think negative. They're basically saying, don't think of the fucking brown bear. And so instantly the brain starts to go, oh, time to think negative. And it will be more likely, 10 times as likely to think negative thoughts over the next 48 hours compared to someone who has full permission from themselves to think negative thoughts or have negative thoughts arise. And so it actually makes you more likely to feel down. It's more likely to be negative to your emotional well-being. And the funny thing is, that's not where it ends. That's just the start of why positive thinking doesn't work. Because what tends to happen next, I mean, think of it, a good way to explain that as well, other than the brown bear, is for those who have kids. Can you imagine putting your child down in a room and saying, you can have any toy you want, but you cannot have that toy? Which toy does the kid want? Right, it's the same with human, with adults, and with um, with dieting. It's like you can eat any food you want, but no matter what, you will not have chocolate. What is the first thing you fucking crave? Chocolate, right? It's when you try and 
force the brain into this ultimatum and into this this corner, it fights back. It's like a cornered animal, right? So rather than fighting it, we give ourselves permission. But as an extension of that, we spoke about how it actually makes you more likely to think negative thoughts and damage your well-being. But interestingly enough, it compounds as well. It's like a snowballing effect. So let's say, for example, I'm a hashtag positive thinker living my hashtag best life. And I'm meant to be happy all the time because that's what I put on Instagram and that's what I want everyone to think of me. I'm, I'm always happy. I'm always on. Right? A, humanly fucking impossible because as human beings, we do have a wide range of feelings and we're meant to feel all of them. It's perfectly normal to. But B, if I hold on to that story, if I genuinely believe that, then when I do happen to feel stressed, which is a very normal human reaction, well, now I'm angry with myself for feeling stressed. Because I'm not meant to be stressed because I'm meant to be a positive thinker. And then if that carries on for long enough, well, now I'm, I'm sad that I can't get over being angry about being stressed. And then I'm overwhelmed by all of these feelings. Can we see how these start to build and compound and snowball? And what could have just been, okay, I'm feeling stressed. Let's understand why and work through it and, and accept it for now. It becomes four feelings, five, six. And before we know it, we are overwhelmed and we're getting absolutely knocked out by a freight train of emotion that all happened because we were being a hashtag positive thinker, right? It is so much more detrimental to fight your feelings and to fight your thoughts than it is to lean into them and accept them and explore them and understand them. I always say to people, rather than coming at your mind and your well-being with judgment and hard rules, come at it with curiosity and compassion, the sense of playfulness and openness, seeking to understand what's going on rather than persecuting yourself for it. And that makes such a difference. So with that said, what I really want you to take away from that is rather than fighting your emotions all the time, rather than fighting your thoughts and arguing with yourself, recognize that that's actually quite dangerous. It's quite detrimental. It creates this snowball effect. It creates the brown bear effect. There you go. You've probably just thought of another brown bear. You're welcome. So you're literally more likely to more frequently have difficult thoughts come up and they're going to compound and get bigger. That doesn't sound like a good strategy to me. So with all of that said and with all that you know, laid out on the table, let's talk about what you can do instead. So if we're not going to all go out to be positive thinkers, how can we still live our best life without getting caught up in that snowball and brown bear effect we just spoke about? I am a huge, huge believer and advocate in the work of an amazing man called Dr. Russ Harris, who wrote the book, The Happiness Trap. If you haven't read it already, definitely get it. Like I highly recommend, this is in no way um, endorsed. I'm not an Instagram model. I'm not an Instagram influencer. I don't get paid for this shit. This is just me going, you know what? This is one of the best books I've ever read. I highly, highly recommend it to everyone. So Dr. Russ Harris pioneered a form of uh, psychotherapy called acceptance and commitment therapy. I actually sent our entire team at BU to get qualified in it last year. And what acceptance and commitment therapy talks about is accepting that there will be times when you have difficult thoughts and feelings come up. It's perfectly normal to and perfectly human to. And by accepting it and leaning into it, you're able to move through it a lot quicker. But the commitment part of acceptance and commitment therapy is still being committed to making positive change and taking forward direction. So taking action. It's not just going, oh, well, 
I accept that I feel anxious. Guess that's being human. Whatever, I won't do anything about it. No, it's about accepting that you feel anxious at that time, but still committing to make change so you can work through it and feel better. Or, you know, the same can be said, it's not about going, oh, well, I accept that I think this about myself and I have all these negative thoughts and self-talk in my head. Guess that's just human, whatever. It's recognizing that that's normal and okay, but then seeking out tangible and strategic actions that you can take and that you can commit to taking, there's the commitment part, in order to improve your own self-talk. So what I highly recommend is instead of fighting your feelings and fighting your thoughts, you accept them, you lean into them. As we spoke about just before, you explore them with a sense of playfulness and curiosity and compassion. And now for a lot of people, that can be very overwhelming and that can be very difficult to do. I know even for me, I've been doing this for years and I still can find it quite difficult to get clarity when I get in my own head. I tend to get lost in there and run around in circles. You know, over the years, I've gotten a lot better at figuring out what's going on and knowing the strategy that's going to help change it. I'm a lot better at accepting my feelings and my thoughts, but I'm human. There's still times when I struggle with it too. And it's why I still have a coach. It's why I still work with a team of coaches. So I've got that external perspective. I've got someone in my back corner to support me and to teach me some of those tools and strategies that I can commit to using to make positive change in myself and in my life. So what I'm saying is if you're someone who tends to find that they struggle a lot with being overwhelmed, with fighting their feelings, with fighting their thoughts, and you don't know how to change it, and you've listened to this episode and gone, oh, shit, I thought positive thinking was going to be my way to change it. Trust me, that would have been a dead-end path. It would have been such a waste of your time. What I highly recommend doing instead is beginning to work on accepting your thoughts and feelings, you know, exploring them. Highly, highly recommend getting Dr. Russ Harris's book, The Happiness Trap. And I also highly recommend connecting with someone who can give that third-person perspective, whether it be a friend, family member, or professional. You don't have to do this alone. Trying to do it alone is normally what will get you stuck. There's a great saying, we cannot see ourselves clearly until someone holds up a mirror for us. So if you are finding that you're ready to have that mirror held up and you want to have a better understanding of your thoughts and of your feelings and get proven actionable strategies to help you feel better, to help you be happier, to help you live a life of emotional well-being and overcome some of those struggles, make sure you reach out. Me and the entire team here at BU are more than happy to help. It's what we do day in, day out. So just send an email to grow, that's G-R-O-W, at bucoaching.org or flick us a message through Facebook or Instagram and we'll be happy to help out and at least get you started. We've got a lot of free resources that you can use to at least start building the skill of emotional intelligence and emotional well-being. But the main thing to take away from this session is positive thinking is an absolute waste of time. We all need to work together to absolutely eradicate that disease that is spread through social media and through people's emotional well-being because it's it's a waste of time and it's causing more harm than good. And we all need to start practicing a little bit more self-acceptance and self-compassion rather than just trying to have positive vibes only. Thank you once again for choosing to invest your time in your own emotional well-being and in helping us achieve our vision of positively impacting 1 trillion lives by spreading a ripple effect of positive change. 
I'm sure you got so much value and knowledge and a really useful perception shift out of this episode where it comes to positive thinking and instead starting to look into things like acceptance and commitment therapy and more self-acceptance and self-compassion. As always, we need your help to spread the word. We cannot impact a trillion lives alone. If you love this episode and you got a lot out of it, make sure you share it with your friends and family, whether you upload a screenshot of it to your Instagram stories. If you do, make sure you tag us. It's Declan Edwards underscore BU and BU underscore coaching and use the hashtag BU with Declan Edwards. Whether you put it on your Facebook, whether you share it directly with your friends, every single share helps us impact another person's life and it means the world to us. Other ways you can help out, we really value any way you choose to help out is by reviewing the podcast. If you can go onto Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, or you can do the same on Spotify by favoriting uh, the podcast or on Anchor by giving it uh, a favorite star as well. As I said, every positive review helps us change more lives. So however you choose to help out, however you choose to implement what you've learned from this episode and use it to spread a ripple effect of positive change, we're incredibly grateful for it. And with that said, from the bottom of my heart, all the way out to yours, you know how it goes. Be empowered, be exceptional, and be you.